the first band, the first show concert band I went to go see, uh, where that I paid, you know, my own money to and went of my own free will and choice <laughs> was Blink 182. Oh, oh really? Uh, Damn. Enema of the State dude, was, was when jealous. that. Jealous. Yeah. Jealous. That was, dude, that I was had, a fun show. I, your first one. That was a funny story about that. So my, my brother Jeff and I went to that, uh, that went to that concert. And then, um, my parents, while we were gone, were like, Hey, where, where did, uh, did uh, Jeff and Troy go? And they were like, they went to the, this, the band, uh, a show Blink-182. And I'm like, well, what, what songs do they sing? So they pulled up Enema of the State mm. and then we get home and my parents are like, um, what, why, why are they singing about f***ing dogs in the <laughs> That's what they want to do. <laughs> and what, what is this about, uh, something about being a weasel? Listen, like, <laughs> they tried to f*** their mom and they, they tried to f*** their dad and they but all they could find was the dog and his ass. Welcome to the Cold Bow Podcast. This is Jake, and I'm here with my cold bros. What's up, guys? Hey. Not much. Not a mucho. Just hanging out with my cold bros. <laughs> Boom. Um, Chris has entered the building. Chris has entered, <laughs> Chris has entered the chat. Uh, let's see. Only three of you? All right, I'm leaving. <laughs> Lame. ASL. All right. ASL. <laughs> American Sign Language? <laughs> Uh, all right. What's up? <laughs> what? What have we been up to? What have you guys been up to? <laughs> oh my gosh, Troy. Troy's, Troy's going to die. Troy's, just, Troy's gig- laughing giggling. at your joke. No, did you guys really not get it? Yes, oh, oh. H sex location. Okay, right, I know cool. ASL. I, like, I, used to, I used to chat with dudes pretending to be girls all the time. <laughs> okay, as long as you can admit it. So what I've been up to, I um, saw a movie that came out a while ago. Um, really? What was it? It was Popstar. Pop star with is that good? Andy Samberg. I've is heard. I've heard it's good. <laughs> it's a lot better than than uh, than I thought it would be. It's actually hilarious. Yeah, Has he like, got the other guys from the band on it. Is that yeah. the one that's uh, it's, it's don't lonely? Stop, don't it's stopping or something? Never stops. Never stops. Yeah, never yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it has the uh, it has the, the Lonely Island. It has all three of them. Um, it's hilarious. Oh, it's so good. Who's the third Lonely Island? person it's um, jorma to come jorma and and t-pain <laughs> <laughs> so i'm on a boat so and, and i'm going T-Pain. fast and cool so it's I'm wearing funny a nautical theme pashmina i i looked it up i looked up lonely island because I, I thought they did more movies than just uh that and hot uh hot rod so they did hot rod and they did that and they did um oh, they wasn't there another one They've they've written and produced a bunch of them, but those are the only ones that they really like written, produced, directed, and even acted in. Like was Hot Rod in that one, maybe one other one. God, I love Hot Rod. Um, but um <laughs> but, but um I I did a little bit of research on Lonely Island. Apparently, so Andy Samberg is the most well known because he was he was kind of the He's an the SNL. big SNL guy. But they were all on SNL. They just the other two were writers. They just didn't. They weren't. Um, right. They weren't acting it. They didn't act it. But that was that was one thing that was. Um, but Andy Samberg was, for the long time didn't even wasn't even in skits. He was just he just did the shorts. digital shorts. Yeah. Well, yeah, not, but then those he were like all, made them bigger than the skits. That but were those going right. those were all produced and done by Lonely, Lonely Island. Island. It was like yeah. Lonely Island did those SNL um, 
shorts the, the whatever i showed my kids threw it on the ground oh my gosh and so they weird. like they wouldn't stop doing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a dangerous thing to i show was kids. like i was like hey uh grace and mom wants to talk to you and i he's like this isn't mom and he threw my phone on the ground <laughs> and i was like dude <laughs> and i couldn't be mad <laughs> but like um no yeah uh the movie is a lot more a lot funnier than i thought tim meadows is hilarious in that movie i mean tim meadows i, is funny. I have a, I have a confession um you remember when we used to rate things with emojis i stole it from that movie you did yeah that's right (laughs) how did you know it wasn't a good movie wait it it was in the trailer like his new album dropped on itunes yeah like all right let's see it's got out poop of, emoji out of four stars poop emoji i can't believe i forgot that that's what we did why don't yeah. you ever come up with your own content chris because i'm not very funny okay <laughs> Listen, we've got to keep the spirit of Reese alive somehow. Okay. I will shoulder that burden and ride it hard. That came out way different than you thought it was going to. I have a feeling. That's exactly what I meant. Fight me. Fight me. Fight me. Oh. Uh, anyway, yeah. Pop star, not rock pop star. star, pop star. Yeah. Anyway, hmm. that was not rock superstar. No. Anybody else do anything? Yeah, I've, I've been up to something. Um, Jake, this is your last episode with us today. Live. Live. Like together. Like you're I'm moving. moving. This I'm is moving to Phoenix in a week. So some unfortunate news. Um, Jake is leaving mm-hmm. us. Us. He's going to a desert planet. He's going to a worse place. <laughs> Listen, it was 18 degrees today in Utah, and it was 65 degrees in Phoenix. So if I was... And everyone there was freezing. Right. Um, Now, give it a couple months, and I'll probably be singing about Utah. But uh, right now, I want nothing more than the Arizona heat. I mean, that's fair. But as a result, your stake in the Cold Bowl podcast has lessened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I figured as much. <laughs> It'll be like the rotating third chair. <laughs> fourth, we'll, we'll just chair. we'll just mute the Zoom call. Whatever <laughs> we don't like what you're saying. Like in Critical Role, we have an iPad right here. That's <laughs> like we're losing signal, Jake. That's, that's been the best part about this podcast is. You're in the same room as me. You can't really mute me. Uh, Troy, we I begged to differ. <laughs> <laughs> there was Troy made a joke in an episode and no one got it, so he played the song that he was quoting. <laughs> He's like, "You have way too much power." <laughs> like, no one knows a stupid song. <laughs> He's like, "No, my joke needs to land, guys." <laughs> I was hoping you guys would know. What you needed was to like pump in some like some. Uh, Fire like, the disco. I was waiting for somebody to notice. I'm so glad that you okay. I waited until now to shame you. <laughs> so go ahead so, and cut this out. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm I, all I'm going to say is until any of us are willing to edit, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am happily willing to give Troy that, that creative power. control and <laughs> power. To let me add things to my jokes. Jake's line. leaving over creative differences. <laughs> anyway, Jake, Kylie went and got you something. So I'll be right back. Oh, shoot. Uh, I'm nervous now. Okay, Scott, what have you been? Oh, Ooh. geez. We almost got locked in. <laughs> the door here is broken. Or <laughs> um, I honestly haven't been up to much. I've, um, 
I've been watching uh, Star Wars Rebels, which is good. I've been watching Rebels. I past the, the first season, which is like, I've heard the hardest one to the get through. The hardest one to get through. I mean, I'm almost done with season two. Um, it's good. Not quite done yet. Yeah. Uh, I actually... They, they fought, they've fought uh, Darth Vader a couple times, so... Mm-hmm. They fought it's, Darth Vader. They've, it's yeah. been cool. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't done much either. I've been, I've gotten a new job and haven't had a ton of time. Oh. But, uh, oh, watch out. Chris is back with what looks to be some type of delicious cake. Some oh. sort of baked cake. So Ollie cold. bought uh, Black Frosting and he wrote bye right here. With tears, his, with tears in his eyes, because he's very sad that you're leaving. Oh, he did. He came in and gave Jake a big hug before he we did. started recording. He, before we started recording, he came in and hugged me. Are and those like, cups? Hey, buddy. So we're gonna be eating cake while we record. Oh, yeah. man. This so this is what Kylie told me to do. Let's this just see what happens here. ASMR. Oh, okay, dream. we're doing. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> it broke. So, so we're doing that 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 Instagram thing or TikTok thing where you. <laughs> take a take a cup and you you. I've never heard. Of dive this. into a cake. <laughs> the bottom, the, cup. the bottom sponge is unaffected. But the there you go. Get but the <laughs> all right. I'm gonna try this. So uh, so the cups are plastic and they totally. <laughs> I wish we would have filmed this. <laughs> this has to be seen to be believed. I know. I'm. This is this uh, is very also, a very great radio. You guys. Uh, this is funny. <laughs> Anyway, so so uh, Chris brought a cake that uh, Kylie and his kids got for Jake's little going away thing, and we tried to. Uh, Troy, you would be such a good FM radio host. Um, I prefer AM. So uh, it'd be a great AM. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again on NPR. <laughs> <laughs> Please listen to Here. us eat cake for some ASMR and NPR. Nom. Uh, yeah. Uh, welcome to our mukbang episode problem. where we can talk about uh, let me let me describe this cake to you <laughs> I like how Chris Ooh. called it a bo- the it's, bottom one a sponge as if he was watching moist. the Great British Baking Dude, Show I watched that show like fall asleep <laughs> and they were making churros and those idiots kept calling them churroses and I was <laughs> losing my mind that is the most I, British thing I, I watched heard. it to fall asleep and I'm like it's churros it <laughs> is the most British thing because British people insist Churros. on on they inventing on the side of the road they, invent, they claim it's normal and they're the only country besides japan that does it and they invent uh ways to pronounce things and then they stand by it no matter how wrong they because are they i've heard want it's to a be polite original. thing it's like a is it because correcting them would be impolite is reese british <laughs> so, so is my dad apparently <laughs> If you watch, British. if you watch uh, any soccer game and you listen to them try and pronounce a Hispanic person's name, it is um, hilarious. On the field is our Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Jesus. <laughs> oh my God, I'm gonna die! <laughs> Chris, Chris seems surprised that joke landed. Sorry, sorry, I've, I'm I mispronounced his name. It's really Jesus, but I thought it was pronounced Our Lord and Savior. It's like, it's like aluminium. <laughs> oh, dude, aluminium. Oh my gosh, I knew a guy in Arkansas that used to call it lumium. I knew a kid in Kern who called it Paschetti. <laughs> 
<laughs> the guy was 600 pounds and made the best biscuits I've ever had in my life. <laughs> cool, of course he did. That is disgusting. <laughs> hey, give me some aluminum. I'll wrap up these biscuits. You want gravy, his, you want gravy in the aluminum? <laughs> and his name was Zeb. <laughs> and he called my parents and said, hello, this is Zeb. Z-A-B. A or E? E. Yeah, Dude, he, he was Zeb a, short for something? No, that was his name, Zeb. 600 pounds, made great biscuits. He asked, he asked us to, to rub Vaseline on his back. Did you? <laughs> I did not, no. With biscuits. You like <laughs> Dip the biscuits in the Vaseline. Oh, God. Okay. Um, well, uh, thank, thank you for the cake, Kylie. Yes, thanks, Kylie. You're kind of making tears come out of my face. We're going to miss um, you, man. Yeah. Visit often. I will. We love you. Every time I come back, I have a feeling we're going to be recording episodes. <laughs> I had a thought. Every time I come back, I'll be visiting. Is what I thought you were <laughs> it's just In the very technical time. sense of the word, yes, you are correct. You could write jokes for Leslie Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> All right. So this episode is actually, we're going it, to, it's uh, probably going to be a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, They're Grayson's. Those are, that was his contribution. He picked Grayson up the napkins. picked Ryan's world. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so far we have avoided Ryan's world. With our In kids. your house? Yeah. I I like Ryan's world compared to the other crap on there. I know. <laughs> yeah. So um, with this episode, we're gonna go a little. Uh, uh, we're gonna do another grab bag episode, and we're actually gonna do one based on um, on live music. I I was thinking the other day, like I I, I mean, had this conversation like before we recorded. Yeah, yeah. One of the times that we recorded, Troy and Chris and I were driving back. We recorded at Scott's house. Troy and Chris and I were driving back from there, and we talked about a concert, or we were talking about concerts that we had been to, and how there are some bands that are really good in concert and there's some bands that are really bad live. And we're anyway, it made me think like, this is a good conversation to have about uh, live music and, and how live music is very different. And so uh, we put together some grab bag uh, topics to talk about live music. So I guess let's start with those uh, topics that we were talking about in the car. Um, let's do it. The, I think Don't the first me. one was, has a band won you over? at a concert. So you you didn't necessarily like the band. You were kind of, uh, agnostic towards the band when you went to the concert. But then after you saw them live, you were like, Oh no, this band won me over live. Usually too, the bands that have done that, like I didn't go there expecting to see them or wanting to see them. They just happened to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Mine. I'll, I'll go first. Mine was at, um, at, uh, warped tour. In like 2010 or 11, it was Andrew WK. I think I've told the story on the podcast years ago. I think ago. it's weird that he was on the Warp Tour in 2011, like because he was big six or seven years before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was on stage. Like he shared the big stage with like Dropkick Murphys and Anti Flag and Pennywise, um, which are all like early 2000s mm-hmm. punk. Um, but Andrew WK, he was a standout out of all of those. Like I love Dropkick Murphys, but but um, Andrew WK was the absolute standout. Like like I remember Anti Flag was before him, and they were like they, they were yelling like we need a big pinwheel of people just running in a big circle, 
and and it was it was pretty big. But Andrew WK got out, and he was just doing his music, and it was twice as big of a pinwheel mm-hmm. ju- just for him. He party has rock, a lot of man. energy, dude. He pure energy. Does he have any and, other songs besides <clears throat> "Let's Get a Party Started"? <laughs> yeah, he has lots. Does um, it? They're all party anthem type songs, mm-hmm. but um. Like he got on stage with like a midget and a girl in a wedding dress, and he's just the most <laughs> random. Like I freaking love Andrew. It's w. So King. random. It's so good. Um, and he's such a weird, weird guy. Really weird. Mm-hmm. I got really into him for a while, like a couple years ago. But um, I remember like you were like, yeah, I watch his YouTube videos, and I'm like, dude's on YouTube. No, it's uh, Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and he's he's like slowed down and kind of changed his president? Instagram since then. Yeah, he was going. <laughs> Yeah, it was the the, the party party. The party party. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember in high school that that um, let's get that uh, the the album cover with his bloody nose yep. on a white shirt. Yep, and he wears a white shirt and white pants one hundred percent of the time. Yeah, until they like fall off him, then he gets a new pair. Yeah, it's really <laughs> it's really gross. That's disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> he does it on purpose. Like obviously, like he's just. He's such an interesting cat. He's, he's, he's cool. so weird. anyway. He he really won me over at Warped Tour. Hmm. Um, I have a similar band too because I I went to a concert. I believe it was at this uh, college here, UVU. But I really want. There's a band called The Bravery that I really liked, and The Bravery was opening for Story of the Year, and I went to see The Bravery. Story of the Year came out, and those guys kick ass. Really? Like I just. I wasn't expecting it. I was like, oh, yeah, like the sidewalk guys and the anthem of our dying day. I was like, cool. But the like the biggest like circle pit I've ever been in, like the entire floor was running around in a circle. Like I could mm-hmm. feel it. And like you looked up at like the, the guys singing and they were like just blown away by by just how well they connected with the crowd like their their two guitarists were doing like backflips off speakers and like <laughs> you know like when they do like that kick a karate kick with the guitar while they're still playing mm-hmm. like those guys put on a show and like also i'm um, that age where i went to a lot of like emo concerts <laughs> i was about so. to say we we all went to high school in the early 2000s so mm-hmm. our musical taste is a lot of like pop punk and emo and but like it, obviously it's like changed since then like but mm-hmm. i'm not but those are the concerts that i went to when i didn't have kids and when i had right. the energy to like put fight an entire crowd off my body <laughs> or i wasn't scared of coronavirus <laughs> from a large crowd yep um but yeah, dude, that that concert was crazy. Those the they were like the, the last song they finished with, and I thought it was so cool. But they were like, "We've been working on a new song. Do you guys want to hear it?" And you're like, "Yeah, it's just like super original." And then they sang "Umbrella" from Rihanna, <laughs> <laughs> and then they transitioned to like "Panama" from Van Halen, what? and so they started like opening like the opening of "Panama" and the whole crowd's "Panama." Oh my I was like, goodness. dude, it was so cool. Just, like they would just bounce from one song to the next that we all knew, and it was all rock and it was dope cool Mm. really good concert Mm. nice um my my pick for this one is actually kind of interesting because well okay so the it's yellow card Mm -hmm. so i because they got big i've seen them live yeah they got big and then they kind of became i i I guess you call them sellouts like they just kind of they got big and then you just kind of didn't really hear from after that right anyway um they had that one big Ocean Avenue. Yeah, Ocean Avenue. They had the one big hit and then they kind of tapered off. But um, I went to a Less Than Jake show 
and they were one of the openers for Less Than Jake. Um, that's, that's really random. How yeah. long ago was that? Oh, it had to be the like, yellow card in Less Than Jake. Huh? Yeah, I, I'm that's telling you, the early 2000s. Oh, so it was before they got big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it that's was awesome. it was maybe a good year or two before they before they got big and they were one of the headliners in the Warp Tour. So that when they headlined in the Warp Tour, I want to say it was 2003. So this had to have been like 2001, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the. It was my. It was 20 the, years ago. It was the, Jeez. I know, right? It was the first. Holy cow. Right? It was in high school. <laughs> it was the first Less Than Jake show I went to. And I've been to a lot of Less Than Jake shows. It was the first one I went to of theirs and Yellow Card opened for them. And I remember liking them a lot. And then I, and then they became big. And I was like, hey, I saw these guys when they were not very big. They're a great band. But I mean, if you, I guess if you're opening for Less Than Jake. Oh, do Jake, you know what? You know what's right. interesting is uh, <clears throat> the lead singer, Chris. On less than Jake does a podcast called Krista makes a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he, uh, the, I, I've only listened to a couple episodes and one of them was with the lead singer of, of yellow card. Yeah. And and what they do is go through the process of writing one of their songs. And then like the story behind the song and all this stuff. It was the story behind the, the, that, uh, yeah. Um, Ocean Avenue, but it's really awesome podcast. I'd suggest go listen to. It. I need to listen. I need to check it out. What is the story behind Ocean Avenue? Um, it's not Ocean Avenue in California. It's in Florida because they're from Florida. What a twist! Yeah, and it's it's about it's kind of about a couple different things, but like just leaving to California f- from from Florida, and it's not really a love song. It's a it's a song to his buddies in Florida that he was leaving. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Anyway, cool. That's mine. So, um, it's funny that Troy said that because my my pick is actually another band that was opening for Less Than Jake was uh, <laughs> Real Big Fish. Uh, Real Big Fish was a band that I was aware of. Were arguably bigger than aren't they older <laughs> than, than, Jake? than yeah Less Than Jake? Yeah, they were opening for uh, That's Less Than Crazy. Yeah, and Less Than Jake. So Real Big Fish was a band that I was aware of, but I wasn't necessarily. I was like, you yeah, they're good. If you I heard them on the local radio station a couple of times. I heard, uh, uh, and then it was a lot of their covers, uh, hungry, yeah. like the wolf and stuff like that, that I had heard. Um, and then I saw them live and the energy that they play with live was so they're awesome. crazy. And the, the, I mean, they'll wear their Hawaiian shirts and the, the, how silly they are and how energetic they are and how everything about them live. I was just like, Oh, it's brilliant. It's my favorite. It, and now I, uh, and, and his chops are just awesome. His, his mutton chops are unreal. Yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, real big fish was a, was a band that I, that I, they won me over uh while i was at the concert nice so i guess the next topic would be the opposite a band that lost you by Mm. seeing them live and i guess you can kind of roll this up in the same category as like what band is good on their album but they're bad live Uh. stuff like that what if is, is there a band that lost and my my one was it wasn't the it was uh the big ass show, which in Utah is the, the local, <laughs> the, it's the local version of the Vans Warp Tour. It's just not a tour. It's just one big festival, but it's like the Warp Tour, right. uh, put on it's by a, a local festival. Yeah, they get like they they usually get big names there. They like get I saw, big names. I saw Offspring there. That that's right. That, so this year, that year that I'm talking about, the 
their <coughs> headliners was the offspring and uh red jumpsuit apparatus and red jumpsuit apparatus was a band that i loved at the time i listened to them on the radio i listened to them um on the uh, I, I had all their albums i loved red jumpsuit and then i listened to and then when i went to the concert and i heard them live i was like oh this is not good <laughs> these guys are not good live and after that i haven't been able to really listen to much red jumpsuit ever since going I, to that i still concert. really like their music i i've their seen album. them live and they put on a good show yeah so. we saw jake we saw them at uh murray theater remember mm-hmm. they're pretty good yeah, this one concert, oh. they were, I I don't know if it was just they're not good live or if it was just a bad performance. Um, what was it at like uh, out, Outdoor Theater? It was at the USANA Amphitheater. Yeah. That, that, that's that's tied to a, a, a thing I want to talk about. The other, I and and the other one that I was really oh, contemplating. Are, are take mine? Probably. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so mine... It really sucked because so it was also at USANA. They opened noticing a theme. They they opened four three eleven. Yep, this was the one that I was but contemplating. So, so on my day was already started off. Out of, we we <clears> really bad. On, on the way there, we stopped at Fiesta Olay, which is a which is like a Kearns uh, Mexican place. It's like Taco Town. Anyway, really it's, terrible it's a, local. It's, it's bad Mexican that, food, and I left my phone on the freaking on the table when I went and got a refill and came back and my phone was gone <laughs> in the 15 seconds it takes to welcome the current it so. sucked and then I went to the, we went to the concert um and then we get there and Dirty Heads which is they they, they were opening for 311 I was really excited to see Dirty Heads I've been a fan forever I was almost more excited for Dirty Heads yeah, than 311 me too because I've seen 311 a couple times but um Dude, how high did you guys get? Being <laughs> Dude, like- just contract high. <laughs> we, we got like the Dude, nice when Amber, Snoop Dogg there. When Amber came on from 311, <laughs> the cloud of smoke came up and you couldn't see the stage. It was nuts. <laughs> we, and we were in like the, the nice seats where like the fold-out seats and everything. Uh-huh. Um, but but Dirty Heads, they're, they're, I assume they're usually good live, but they were like the lead singer was sick or something. And so they did really? like three songs and they weren't very good. They, um, they only did three songs. And, oh. and they came out and said that he was sick. And so it just, it, it, it's not, it didn't turn me off to like the, the band. It just was the biggest letdown because both Jake and I were super excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Scott's wife bought us tickets because Scotty and I's birthday are two days apart. Right. And I think Scott's wife bought us both tickets for our birthday to mm-hmm. go to the concert. And then we, and we were so excited for Dirty Heads when we go to the concert and they play three songs. Yep. And then leave and we're so, like, no. Oh. Is Dirty Heads um, Sublime? Like, is it like the rest that, that, of the that band? style of music? But is it? It's is not it the this, rest of the band. No, no, because no. Sublime with Rome, I think, opened for Dirty Heads. Yeah, Sublime with Rome. Is Rome that. is their new singer. So that, that's what they're called now, right? Yeah, Sublime, okay. Sublime with Rome. I, someone told me once that Dirty Heads was like the like a ragtag group of Sublime band members. Oh and, no. no. Okay. They're, they're they're the same style of music. It's a very right. similar style of music. Great. Like S- Southern California, dirty white people. Right, I can listen to that stuff forever. Yeah, it's good. Mm. All right. That's mine. This one's hard. Um, I'm sorry. No, I just saw someone walk past. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, this one's, this one's hard for me because I, okay. So I'm going to talk about, we're talking about biggest letdown, right? 
Yeah. Okay. So biggest letdown for me was um, the band uh, Dropkick Murphys. Really? Oh, yeah. Dude, I, saw, I saw them live. In the, devastating. I, I know it's devastating, right? Because it's the biggest. Scotty, Scotty and I were actually going to go to a Dropkick Murphy when COVID started in March. Uh, oh. We were in LA. We were gonna. We were going to be in LA in March, and Dropkick Murphys was playing a St. Patrick's Day uh, concert in LA, and Scotty and I were going to go to that concert. Now, I, I don't want. Um, I don't want this to get misconstrued. Like this isn't me saying that Dropkick Murphys is bad or that they're bad live. This was the biggest letdown for me. It was okay. the, so I was. Uh, it was Van's Warp Tour, 2003, same year I mentioned before. And actually, this is kind of goes into a story for one of our other grab bag nominations uh, or, or options or picks, or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just honestly I was expecting just they were one of the last bands. They were one of the biggest headlining bands, and they just kind of underwhelmed me in that particular show. Now I like Dropkick Murphys. I've seen them live before. That particular instance they just kind of it was a letdown um it was probably like the 18th stop on the tour and they no just, actually it was the first stop oh yeah boise's usually the first yeah boise it? was the first and yeah. then salt lake's usually the second so hmm. actually there's a story to that but that i'll get to and when we have one of our the other topics like i said but uh dropkick murphy's actually both boise and salt lake um in that same year were letdowns for me but hmm. like i said i like them they're a great band they're great live but um that particular year was not dang that yeah. sucks yeah it was because yeah, right. i saw him in in the 2011 one with andrew wk and it was awesome yeah i loved it okay chris uh mine is hawthorne heights because i saw them right at like peak hawthorne heights stardom mm-hmm. and um uh, yeah like i saw them live and i, I kind of feel bad even saying this because i saw them also at their peak, but also the summer where they, uh, a couple of their band members died. Oh yeah. Yeah. What? I, so it's kind of depressing. Yeah. Um, they, I, I, I always get the story confused cause there's a band called Bayside and they actually just, they got in a car accident in Parley's Canyon down the road. Um, well, dude, Bayside is awesome. Yeah. So I, I brought this up to, to Trish and she said that he's, he's her favorite live. Bayside, yeah, yeah, and I've seen them live too. They're actually really good. Yeah, they are. But I, but I saw them after the accident, so I don't know if like they were, if they could have been better. But anyway, I, I saw Hawthorne Heights live. Like they had like the biggest song in the world about cutting your wrist and blacking your eyes. Yeah, and uh, they, they sucked. Like I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Like their their speakers were bad. It was like making, yeah, and and that's the problem is is uh, the sound engineer, live sound sound engineer, can ruin. It sounded a like band. everyone sounded like they had inhaled helium uh-huh. afterwards because like the pitch was all wrong. And then they like they had no energy. They just like it reminded me of like a Beatles music video where they just stood like four guys in a row with yeah. like long hair and they just played the guitar, and that's all so, they did. So they just couldn't care less to be there. Yeah. And, and mm. like the crowd was going crazy for them. They really? were like the the main the main show at the the Warp Tour, like the big big stage, and yeah, the crowd was going nuts. And like they just were not giving what they were what they were getting from the crowd. Hmm. Hot That's too bad. I remember when they were at their height. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. That like month. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. I, this is always one of my favorite questions to ask someone. Um, what was your first concert? 
<laughs> I'm going to um, go first. Okay. Because mine on a technicality was Kenny Loggins. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Because my... You went to the danger zone? I went to the danger oh. zone. Oh. Like the highway there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't go to danger zone, but he was... He, he was, was on the on highway. You know what's funny, though, is all that I knew him for at the time was his Winnie the Pooh album. <laughs> when he, yeah, like Pooh's Corner. Um, but my friend got me... My friend's mom bought tickets to the Stadium of Fire, and I didn't know what that was <laughs> so i went and i saw that makes sense i saw okay. logins and i was like that's my first concert for those um, that aren't local to utah stadium of fire is a fourth of july concert but it's like huge like they oh it's, it's like justin bieber there oh yeah they've gotten big names i saw journey there it's a yeah. it's a fourth of july concert with a intermixed with a fireworks show at the uh byu biggest in stadium fireworks stadium. Mm-hmm. show in america i believe it's it's mm-hmm. really cool but but uh so so i mean it's huge they got kenny loggins Come yeah on. yeah so so that aside my but not messina the first uh got loggins but not messina too bad i don't even know what the hell you're saying me neither you don't know who loggins and messina are no that's their band loggins and messina Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. <laughs> uh, that aside, Kenny Loggins aside, the first band, the first concert I went to, like of my own volition, where I spent money and bought tickets, was Something Corporate. Ooh, mm. I like Something Corporate. Uh, and I love Something Corporate. And then that dude, like, apparently that guy's, I mean, not apparently, obviously that guy's talented. Jack he, Jack's mannequin, but now he's... Andrew McMahon in the wilderness. Yeah. And yeah. he just makes the most generic ass music. I know. It pissed me <laughs> off because I love Jack's mannequin. Yeah. And I love something corporate. Yeah. And then I, I totally. And he's swinging from you. the fire escape. I was like, what are you doing, dude? I and know. Like, he made it. Like, congratulations. You have like, 80, like the, 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 80 just, million downloads or whatever on Spotify. Like, yeah. you made it, but your music sucks now. Yep. I totally agree. Yeah, but that, something corporate was awesome, dude. He had like it was. I was at in the venue, the that venue called in the venue. Yeah. Um. There's a band that opened for him, Stray Light Run. Um. They sang that one song of like existentialism on prom night. It's all they're known for. And then uh, something corporate came out, and they had like a piano there. Yeah. It felt like I was in like a bar or something. Yeah, I love that mm-hmm. moment, man. And he was like, like on his piano, like stomping it with his feet, and yeah, like the energy of that crowd was awesome. I'll go next. Um, my the first band I remember, or the first show concert, whatever I remember going to when I was a kid uh, was Rod Stewart. Um, I know, right? Uh, Maggie May, right? This is fantastic. I know, right? Um, that was in Boise. I don't remember how old I was. I don't remember what year. I don't remember. I just remember going, and I remember. I remember specifically watching this old band that I recognize the music for because I, because my, my parents would listen to it all the time. And you've I remember, driven in the car with your parents. Right. Right. And then I remember, uh, Maggie May was the, the last song and I was like, Oh yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> they're bored the whole time. <laughs> basically. Um, the first band, the first show concert band I went to go see, uh, where that I paid, you know, my own money to and went of my own free will and choice <laughs> was blink One Eighty Two. 
Oh, oh really? Uh, Damn. Enema of the State was, dude, was when jealous. that. Yeah. Jealous. That was, dude, that I was had, a fun show. I your first one. That was a funny story about that. So my, my brother Jeff and I went to that, uh, went to that concert. And then um, my parents, while we were gone, were like, hey, where, where did, uh, did uh, Jeff and Troy go? And they were like, they went to the this the band, uh, a show Blink-182. And I'm like, well, what, what songs do they sing? So they pulled up Enema of the State. Mm. And then we get home and my parents are like, um... What, why, why are they singing about f***ing dogs in the <laughs> That's what they want to do. And what, what is this about, uh, some about being a weasel? Listen, like, <laughs> they tried to f*** their mom in the They tried to f*** their dad in the but all they could find was the dog and his ass. So anyway, and then there was the, of course, um, Adam's song. No, Adam's song. Um, I took a route. It was a Friday night, right? And then time out. Um just took off my pants, right? Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so my parents. What's my age again? Yeah, that's one. My parents weren't particularly happy about us going to that show <laughs> after. Dude, I went know. to Blink One Eighty Two, like post post Tom DeLonge with Matt Skiba at Yosan Amphitheater again. That that was actually probably my, if I really think about it, it's probably my worst concert. Hmm. Um, you know, but one, it just wasn't. It wasn't Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, and two, we got rained out. You know, we, I have to, that's a, that's our next grab bag is worst concert. <laughs> Matt Skiba is interesting because I fell in love with Alkaline Trio at that same big ass show where I saw where I I didn't like Red Jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. I saw Alkaline Trio there and I loved them. Fell in love with them at that. Yeah, concert. no, he's great. He's a great singer, but it's not it's not Blink. Tom. Dude, yeah, Troy, you know what's sure. funny about your uh, parents getting mad at you for the, your first concert? Because my second concert after Kenny Loggins was Rage Against the Machine at Spanish Fork. <laughs> oh, you went to that? Yeah. That's I, the, I didn't, the one in Spanish I, Fork? That's I didn't a, know. That's infamous. That is an infamous like, I remember concert. That, I remember hearing about because that. Because my, yeah. my, friend, my friend had a, a older half-brother, and he was a, like 21. So he couldn't get anyone to go with him. So he took us. And I was Dude. like, oh, yeah, I remember these guys. Um, and then like... Dude, Spanish Fork closed their yeah. businesses down. They were like worried like, that there was going to yeah, be gang violence. I remember being there the and like nothing and really happened. Like we sat on a blanket and like ate popcorn. But like, but when we when we left and we came back, my dad's like, "That's where you went." Like I thought you were going to a rodeo. And I was like, "I did go to a rodeo, dude." <laughs> like, some I of the, the I didn't the, know some yeah. of the news reports about that. It's just funny. Go Google it. Like I was just I was just way too young to like understand because like nothing happened. So like, yeah, yeah. Go, go Google Rage Against the Machine in Spanish Fork. Yeah, it's, it's funny. The, the news on that is funny. They anyway. Uh, but what's funny also funny about that is my parents getting mad at me over that. My mom's favorite song of all time is. Hair of the Dog from Nazareth. Now oh, you're yeah. messing with a son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. It That's is Kylie's movie. dad's favorite song. Yeah. It's a great song, but it's funny. Anyway. Son um, of a bitch. Yeah. Okay. So my first concert, uh, again, this seems to be a theme. Everybody got taken to a concert <laughs> mm-hmm. for their first concert. And then, so it's probably my first concert uh, as well. My first concert was a neighbor of mine, Cameron Fry. His oh, mom was a security guard at the University of Utah football stadium. And so I got into all kinds of things. I was at the BYU Utah game where the Utah kicker doinked off the crossbar, <laughs> off the bar. Like <laughs> it was the doink game. That's what it's called is the doink game and BYU won. Dude, we totally was, doinked. Dude, it was awesome. Yeah. And I got to go to it for free. So she got us tickets to NSYNC. Ow. 
Oh. So in the late nineties, I went and saw NSYNC, no strings attached. I'm actually kind of jealous about that, to be Dude, honest. It was they put on a good show. Though? Oh my gosh. Like that the, the I were mean you, the, were you at the age where you were too cool for NSYNC then? Just almost, just yeah. about. Dude. Like I was almost. I, I remember too good being super it. jealous. Dude. But it like was, you tell your friends and you're like excited and like that's dumb. Like, it, it was. I know. It was so, I so dumb. Speaking of in sync, uh, Justin Timberlake is actually in uh, Popstar. Yeah. And he's the uh, he's um, Andy Samberg's chef. <laughs> so he's like sitting there cutting carrots and he's like singing, singing. and he's like, "Hey chef, shut up, <laughs> leave it to the actual musician." Sorry, anyway. That's funny. Justin Timberlake. So great guy. Um, JT. Those guys. I mean, speaking of putting on a good show, those in trouble right those now. boy bands in uh, those boy bands in the '90s were designed for putting on a good show. And that, that they show, dressed like puppets. Like if no strings yeah. attached was. Oh yeah, they def they dressed like puppets. They did their marionette dances, and it was kind of cool, dude. It like was kind of cool. It was like, kind of cool because I mean, NSYNC at one point was the biggest band in the world. In the and if it, it wasn't no them, it was, was their biggest Boys. album. Like, and you saw them during that like flash from the pan moment. Yeah, like it was cool. I mean, it was not cool. Too many people can say that. I I was ashamed of it for years, and now it's something that I can laugh at. Um, but my first concert I saw that I paid for, went to, did all that was um, Sticks. Oh, I went to Sticks and Peter Frampton opened for him, and Hanson opened for Peter. <laughs> what? How the hell does Hanson open for Sticks? We listened to Whoa, you. What world Jose, is this? Jose and I went and listened to Hanson sing Mbop. That is funny. And then we listened to Peter Frampton sing How Do You Feel, and then and then Sticks. Who? By the way, Sticks doesn't play Mr. Roboto live anymore. Mm-hmm. They got booed off stage once. And they will. They now refuse to play Mr. Roboto. Interesting, but yeah. So, so NSYNC is my first concert. Sticks is the- so I, I have the same thing. Where my first concert was um, during the 2002 Olympics here in in Salt Lake. <laughs> it was uh, during one of the medal ceremonies we went to. It was Creed. Oh yeah, with the arms wide open. I remember my dad going. All their songs sound exactly the same. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, you don't get it. You just don't get it. Dude, you know, it's like I had a buddy who was obsessed with Guns N' Roses when I worked with. And I was like, there, there was a guy that worked with us. He was from like Guadalajara. And he was like, all this sounds the same. And he's like, no, it doesn't. And then I was like, no, like it legit does. Like every, every song sounds the same. I do remember going to that Creed concert. Yeah. And I remember laughing at the guys that were crowd surfing during yeah. with arms wide open. It was funny. Um, but the first one that I paid for, it was a band called Bedouin Sound Clash. Oh, I know them. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, saw, I saw them at uh, Kilby Court. Dang. Um, Kilby Court's a tiny venue. Tiny, tiny. tiny. It's like a garage. Yeah. Basically. And th- they actually opened for Electric Light Orchestra. ELO? Yeah. Wait, ELO? ELO. Did at Kilby ELO? Court. Yeah. What? They like <laughs> sell out arenas. Not like, then. It was, it was like probably 2005. E- ELO played at Kilby Court. ELO. Was Electric it, Light was Orchestra. Was it Animal Liberation? No, it, I know it wasn't Animal. Well, here's the thing. Like is, Evil is, Woman we, we left after We left after Bedouin Sound Clash. <laughs> and I know it was ELO what? or ELO. No, it wasn't ELO. It wasn't ELO. No. Because like... I know like, who Animal Liberation like was. Like ELO yeah. has an orchestra with them always. Like an entire orchestra. I mean... That's wild. That's crazy. I... I, I uh, 
Maybe it wasn't. Guys, it was 16 years ago. (laughs) It was forever ago. And I I went with friends. I mean, I really like Bedouin Soundclash, but they all just wanted to leave after Bedouin Soundclash. And so it sure wasn't REM. (laughs) <laughs> or REO Speedwagon I, I would have stayed for REM I would have pushed for that Right. I would have lost my religion if you left early <laughs> alright I guess was all of our last concert the same one Third Eye Blind yeah, uh, did yeah. We, did yeah. We, was that everyone yeah, but I, I'm actually counting that as Jimmy to, we haven't been able to I'm actually, I'm actually counting that as Jimmy World I didn't, I didn't stick around for Third Eye Blind I just went to go see Jimmy World so yeah, and Jimmy, were, the Third Eye Blind, Third Eye Blind there. had the massive stage presence, and so there was no space for Jimmy, and so Jimmy World just stood at the front of the stage, yeah, in they, the line, they and played their care. music. And oh, speaking of Jimmy, I watched. Sad. They did a live stream not too long ago. I watched that. Um, was it good? Yeah, it was actually really good. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So there, there you go. There's our next one. What uh, does anybody else have? One that they wanted to. Yeah, um, we had. So I, I kind of wanted to do both. So it was the best. What, well, um, what was the next one you were gonna do again? It was like worst best concert you've been. Worst to? concert. Okay, can I answer? Uh, I'm gonna do uh, my. Mine is actually. My answer is actually both best and worst. So this okay. is this is kind of the story about what I was talking to about Dropkick Murphys. Okay. Okay. So the best the best show, best concert, festival, whatever I have ever been to was Warp Tour 2003, Boise, Idaho. Fantastic. Some great headlining bands. I'll include your Dropkick Murphys, but you had AFI, you had Less Than Jake, you had Vandals, you had um, uh, you had um, who did I just mention? Yellow Card. Um, you had, uh, and then you had some on the smaller stages. You had bands like Mad Caddies. You had, I I want to say My Chemical Romance, but I can't remember. Anyway, you had some really big bands there, and that. So the interesting story Dude, behind that I show. I miss those days. Oh, I know. When, so when much. I could sit, stand out in the heat all day and right. Oh my gosh! Dude, I, I wore a sweater to, to the big ass show. You're crazy. Dude. I know. I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, um, this is the reason why it's the best and the worst. Okay. So that, that show, the, at the very, very end of it, it was, it was when Dropkick Murphys was playing, uh, it, the wind really started picking up. And then at the very, very end, we actually were leaving and they came on, came on over the PA and they said, we have to cancel the show. We have to cancel the rest of the festival. And it was the very last band. It was like, they were going to end anyway, but they, they were like, we have to cancel the, the festival. So your tickets to this show, there's the first stop Boise, Idaho. The, your tickets to this show will count and you can go to any other um, nice. any other warp tour and it, your tickets will work to any other warp tour in the country. So if you wanted to travel, you could go so to warp tour. So myself and Jeff and uh, and at the time, I think she she was either his girlfriend or fiance. I can't remember. I don't think they were married yet, but Whitney, uh, we all got in the car and drove to Salt Lake. I remember this. Uh-huh. I remember when you did and this. And we got to get into the Warp Tour in Salt Lake for free. So all the bands we just saw loved. Was that the fairgrounds? It was at the fairgrounds. Yeah. And that's what makes it the worst. Was it blistering hot? It was, well, it the wasn't so much the heat. The heat's fine. It wasn't it was the humidity. It wasn't. It <laughs> was kills you. definitely the humidity. In Utah. <laughs> the reason why, okay, so here's, so I'm going to, I'm going to paint a picture for you. So in Boise, the warp tour was at the, um, it was at the Idaho, um, Idaho center was what it's called. Um, I don't know what it's called anymore. It might be like the Pepsi center. I don't remember what it's called, but the, the way that it was set is that you had one main stage and you had, it was just kind of like in a, in a little bit of a bowl type thing. Right. And it was really big. A lot of big, big bands have played there, but they took that main stage and they split it into two. So the warp tour always has two main stages, right? Mm-hmm. The main stage 
the two main stages were the same stage. It was just the same big ass stage split into two. So for instance, AFI was playing, you're on the main stage, AFI, you're rocking out, you're, 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 you know, you're loving it, right? You're right in the front. Boom. That curtain closes. Less than Jake comes on and you just sit and you just turn. Oh, they did that at, uh, they did that at USANA. They did that at USANA? They had a, they had a curtain that would come down over the one and then they would. But that was for the big ass show. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was for the big ass. I've never been to a Warped Tour. Okay. So, so that's what, that's what happened was you would watch one and then you'd, you'd turn, you watch the other and then, and then, you know, oh, I want to go watch Mad Caddies and you'll go, you'll go find a small, smaller stage. So. The issue with the fairgrounds in Salt Lake was the main stages were on opposite ends of the venue. Oh, venue. Yeah. yeah, they always do that in Warped And, yep. well, they didn't in Boise, which that was the reason why. there's more room to do it at, at the fairgrounds in Utah. But the, the other issue, the, but the thing with that is that they had main headlining bands play at the same time. That's, mm-hmm. that's yep. part of the issue with them, sh- with them sharing a band. With sh- sorry, with them sharing a stage, they weren't playing at the same I'm time. because go this is mine. Yeah, so you got to, I got to sit and watch AFI. I got to sit and watch Less and Jake, I got to sit and watch all my favorite bands. But when I went to the one in Salt Lake, I had to pick, okay, do I go watch AFI or do I go watch Less Than Jake? Do I go watch Dropkick Murphys? Do I, and and then it takes you forever to walk to the other side of the yes, whole venue. It's a sea and massive humanity. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's tons of people. So by the time you're like, okay, I'm going to watch half of AFI and go check out uh, a part of Less Than Jake. By the time you get there, you're at the back of the, you're at the back of the crowd. Mm-hmm. So you barely get into the show. So it was like, I was grateful to be there. It was exciting. You got to be around all that awesome music. You got to, you got to see all these bands again, even if it was in the back but it was also just like this really it was just and then also some of the stages okay i really liked to crowd surf at the time but some of the stages were on these gravel pits thing not pits but just a bunch of gravel so it's yeah. like i'm not gonna crowd surf it's the fairgrounds yeah. yeah it's the fairgrounds so it's just it's just rocks but <laughs> then the ones voice was all just grass and so it was just really nice and it was it was chill it was fun anyway <sighs> What a story. Um, Thank you. Cool story, bro. Thanks. So mine is similar because I went to Warp Tour and the two main stages, the last shows of the day at the same time was Fallout Boy and Offspring. Oh, they were playing at the same time. And me being nothing, if not consistent, hated Fallout Boy then hate Fallout Boy now can't stand those guys. In fact, I'm not even sure if it was Fallout Boy or if it was Panic at the Disco. Like they're interchangeable to me, right? So uh, I'm there with, and this, I'm sure he doesn't listen. I was there with my friend Nick, and Nick, who who for some reason had only discovered music that year, <laughs> was like, I don't even know what Offspring is, and I was like, I'm going to punch you in the face if we don't go see Offspring. Like I swear in my life. And he's like, Well, then you can go by yourself. So I like the whole crowd that I was there with, like went to offspring or not was sorry they went to fallout boy oh, and i had to turn around and like leave offspring behind and i i go to this like hum sea of humanity and preteen girls and people with terrible musical taste and they're getting ready <laughs> to watch this terrible terrible band and they come out and they suck live and i'm like in the very back and i'm like i'm like dude like one of my favorite bands in the world is like right over there, you know? So I left <laughs> and I, I like, I like had to call my parents to come pick me up. Cause I lost them. I couldn't find them, but I left. They, they so ditched I, you. Like yeah, they, they ditched, ditched you because you went to go see it. They, they just couldn't find me. I didn't have a cell phone. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. They just couldn't find Pretty me. Cell phone. So they, they're like, Oh, we thought you called your mom or something. Dude. I had a very similar experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but I, it, and it involved offspring. I left and I went and saw the offspring. I saw half their show, but I was like, 
I was like, oh, they're so much better. And the cr- the crowd was like not even a third of what Fallout Boy had. Mm, that was it warped to what year was that? Uh, 2005, okay. 2004, 2005. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, warped Tour is so cool. I, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, were, and then I was just like, I was so uh, disappointed <laughs> in in the people there. That, <laughs> like, yeah, because at the time their, their album just came out, the You're Gonna Go Far Kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but the good news is they came back for the, I think they call it the half ass show, the hash. Maybe, no, I don't know. Maybe it was a bash, but they came back. So I got to see them like a full, nice. full set from them like, like the next year. But, uh, yeah, that's my worst concert easily. I had a similar, I had a similar experience. We, uh, my in-laws are really into offspring. Mm-hmm. Um, and so before my wife and I were married, we all went to this concert to the at USANA, it was Offspring opened for 311. And I love, I probably like 311 more than Offspring, but they all love Offspring. And it was awesome. Great concert. Um, and then we get halfway through th- 311, and my sister in law, she probably doesn't listen, Christy, she, <laughs> she wanted to leave halfway through 311. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's why I'm here. And, um, I, I even bought it. I had a, their shirt on and everything and mm. like, but she drove and we were leaving. And so I left halfway through, uh, uh, what was it? I remember the song. It was, um, all mixed up. It's all, I'll be here a while. No. And you're, it, and you're like, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Going it, nowhere. Ah, it killed me. But, um, <laughs> at least I got a shirt out of it. Uh, so you wore, left halfway you wore the band shirt to the band. Yeah. No, no, I bought it at the concert and so put that it on. Dude, it that that's <laughs> so my were okay. So I've been having a hard time to choosing my worst concert experience, but the worst one was it was that big ass show where I like red jumpsuit was disappointed me and i actually went with scotty was still on his mission and i went with uh myra which was uh the girl scott dated right after his mission mm-hmm. um she was in love with scott but i so i went with myra and she <laughs> only went, she only went for red jumpsuit <laughs> no comment <laughs> she only went to see red jumpsuit that's all she wanted to see so we saw red jumpsuit then the offspring comes on dude why is it always offspring <laughs> and we're watching the offspring and I'm so excited because I'm like, oh, this is one of my favorite bands since I was like in elementary school. I've been listening to Americana. I remember when Americana came out mm-hmm. and how excited. Like, I love The Offspring. And I was watching it. And then she looked at me and she goes, let's go. Halfway through their set. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, let's get out of here. I'm bored. And I was like, uh, I'm wearing an offspring shirt, like Scott said. And I was like, I, uh, and she goes, yep. And she turned around and started walking. And I was like, were we all at the same concert? And we just had bad experiences. I was just like, <laughs> what in the world is going on? So I, we leave and I'm like going, <laughs> and we get out into the parking lot. And as we're, and this is at USANA amphitheater. So it's a big open amphitheater. We get in the parking lot and there's kind of a gully in between the parking lot and the stage. And I hear the concert ends as we're walking out. And then they play when we're in the parking lot, they play their 
their uh, encore, and their encore is the kids aren't all right. Oh, dude. Oh. I sprinted back. No, I stopped, and I turned around, and I stood at the fence. And she's like, let's go. And I was like, nope. I'm standing right here because the kids aren't all right is the best song that offspring <laughs> ever played ever written. And I was like, I'm not leaving until I watch this. I love offsprings like joke song. And then the next one it hit is like a dark song. Yeah. And a joke song. So I, so I sat in the parking lot of USANA amphitheater with my hands on the chain link fence, <laughs> my face, tears pressed streaming down your face. Tears streaming down my face. Young, watching, the future was so bright. <laughs> watching them play. The kids aren't all right. And, uh, then we drove home and she was like, that was a super fun concert. And I was like, I had like had murder in my eyes and I wasn't going to be like Chris Farley driving a bus. <laughs> <laughs> no yelling on the bus. I was so Red Who were you with again? Uh, Myra. Her name is Myra. Oh, okay. She's uh, a family friend. I've been friends with her for a long time, but she just she pissed, she pissed you off me that off day. on that night. Yeah. So. That was my worst. Co- so what's your best concert experience? I guess Troy has already said. Well, I'm going to give an AFI and yeah, Jake. The, the definitely, definitely Vans Warped Tour 2003. But I am going to throw in another one. And I'm going to throw in um, Flogging Molly. Oh, uh, dude. Was, I mean, Vans Warped Tour is still number one. But because we're going to. I've, I've wanted to see them. Flogging well. Molly was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, they were so good. Um, live. I mean. I don't know if this is one of those topics, uh, one of our topics as far as bands that were good, but better live. Is that, was okay. that a, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's just off. your favorite. Your but it's my favorite, but that also, yeah. <laughs> well, there was one of, like a band that won you over, won yeah. me over. Okay. It wasn't, I was already won over by flogging Molly. but anyway, um, Freak. I would, I would give anything to go see flogging. Yeah. Molly. It was, they were great. Um, so I saw incubus a few years ago Ooh. and I've actually been like a lifelong fan of theirs. Uh, I don't, I don't know if lifelong is apt cause they had a few other, uh, albums before they made a big, um, but a buddy of mine I grew up with his name's Tyler. What's up, Tyler? Uh, I think he listens. But uh, that was like our band. Like we were like we would rock out to that. We all we'd follow like Brandon Boyd and and the, the rest of them. I can't think of I their went name. Right Incubus now. phase. Yeah, I, I think they're like a genuinely good band. Like they yeah. they had a really good bass player. They had a good drummer. Um, so and and all their music sounds very different from the next, um, but they came to Utah and they played at USANA ten years ago, and they went past the uh, curfew, and they got banned from playing in Utah for like five years. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. So they could not. <laughs> How's that come a back. thing? They, uh, it was like a weekday. They, they were Utah, playing. The they were playing at USANA on a weekday, and they went past midnight. And people complained and they got banned from playing in Utah. Stupid. So, so the hype around them coming again was huge. Uh, and Jimmy rolled open for them and they were awesome. Wow. Yeah. Jimmy rolled open for them. So, so it was like the person that I went with, like I hardly ever see this guy anymore. Uh, but we like, we spent all of our like young years in, in Kearns together. Um, but then we saw Incubus. So it was like, as weird as it sounds, it was like our band. And, they like they have their famous songs like drive and stellar and pardon me but they they would play them just randomly they didn't I close with them pardon me in the car on yeah. the way over here yeah that is so, but, so they didn't like they they were it's like they refused to be defined by their hits because the, the song that they ended with um it was, it was kind of like a somber song and it was raining but it was like they had like these light shows and the set and everything um 
And then, you know, they, they ended with the song. I think it was, I wish you were here. And then they left and my buddy hasn't been to many concerts cause he has social anxiety and I'm sitting there and I'm pounding the chair for an encore. And he's like, let's go. And I was like, wait, and he's like, why? And I'm just like smacking the crap out of a chair. Like the rest of the whole crowd is. And he's like, what are you doing? And then they came out and he was like, Oh, and like watching, <laughs> watching the excitement of a person who doesn't know what an encore is. <laughs> uh, but then they played a song called uh, Aquaeus Transmissions. It's really chill, kind of Japanese sounding song. Um, but then he played it. They played it in the rain and the light show behind him. So it was just really peaceful. Um, and it was like a good way to send the crowd home because it was like the end of the show. Hmm. Uh, but they, those guys are awesome. Awesome. Awesome band. I really, really good live. They're great. They're a great band. So mine, let's see. I have so many. It, it's hard. To I know. Choose. I, I thought of another one. <laughs> like So so my, my, I'll go a little different direction. It was, uh, I'll say, I, I'm not going to say it was my number one favorite, but it's one I want to talk about. It's um, Weird Al. Oh really? Where did you see him at? It was at the um, the fairgrounds. Um, it, was, it was after a rodeo. <laughs> Weird Al, that would be so much. Fun. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. That that out of every band I've seen, his speakers were the loudest. Like for like a two days after that, my ears hurt. It was <laughs> so loud. But he is so good. Like it's insane how good he. Like because like Jack Black, he's like you get, disgustingly talented. Yes, like, you get halfway through and you're like, dude, he switched styles every song. <laughs> And his band can just keep up with it. He had like probably twenty different wardrobe changes throughout the Have thing. Seen it's insane. His, the guy I think it insane. was his last tour. He he like carried a philharmonic orchestra with him yeah. in every place he went. Like, dude, he's such an interesting. Speaking person. of that, I also saw Ben Folds, um, and he had the entire Utah Symphony behind him. It was awesome. really. Did yeah. he sing? Did he sing that Deer Valley? Did he sing "Bitches Ain't"? Yes, yes, he did. He with, did. with the yes, I didn't think Ben Fold was big enough to have the entire Utah Symphony. He with did. Him. It, it was me and Jimmo went. Really? Uh, it, it was at Deer Valley in the amphitheater up in the mountains, and the the dude, him and Jack Johnsons awesome. are, are like artists that I just never got. I was dude, like, I, I, was like I, I don't. Get I why saw Jack so Johnson big. as well. We, awesome. I remember Scotty and I went to Jack the Johnson in between dreams. In between uh, dream, it was a great concert. It was yeah. great concert. Uh, my favorite concert I've ever been to though was at the House of Blues in Anaheim oh. when we went to. Oh, that we saw our that. whole family went, and uh, so like cousin Jamo, cousin Travis, Travis's friend, cousin uh, David. We all got on the bus. And we all got on the to- bus and and went down to Dis- downtown Disney, went to the House of Blues and watched uh, Less Than Jake and Mad Caddies. So good. And that was the first time I'd ever seen Mad Caddies live. Oh, they're so great Me live. Too. They were so I have a Mad Caddies live story too, but I'll live. Like, yeah, they were so yeah. great live. And Speaking of getting high, contact high at a concert <laughs> at Disneyland, uh, I, at Disneyland I, like you could not see the stage through the through the room once less than I Jake lo- started. By the playing. way, I loved that venue. They tore it down. They tore, but, they but tore that, it down. That, that was, it reminded me of in the venue, but like more planned, better planned out. Because in the venue has that one pole right yeah. in the middle of the thing. Is you, in the venue even around anymore? Like, yeah, is it, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's is still it? there. Yeah, we saw, and, and there's the little room. That's that's mm-hmm. where we saw um, in the venues where I saw that little room. I awesome. saw Emery in that little room. They like played like a private show for a handful of people. I was yeah. like, how did I get in here? <laughs> I, I bought the more the more expensive ticket on accident. 
I saw I uh, Emory. Oh, I saw Emory at Murray Theater. Mm-hmm. Murray Theater is probably my favorite venue. Um, that was a great venue. Uh, I love. Although I really like uh, the complex downtown Salt mm-hmm. Lake. That's a really is that good. the one by uh, it's where Gateway? we saw less than Jake? Yeah, I, I was talking to Trish, and that, that that this is actually one of the um the topics so we can transition into is is mm-hmm. does does the venue affect how you think of the band? Yes, yes. Uh, absolutely. The, it affects the quality of the concert for because sure. Because I've noticed that you guys have like your your bad experiences seem to happen at Usana. Yeah, Usana, but uh, it, it's a t- my it's favorite a concert at Usana. Yeah. Well, Jack Johnson was at Usana. Jack Johnson was great there. Uh, Sticks was at Usana. I, I saw and I loved, there. I loved that. I loved. I remember Frey. In the Frey or Frey? Oh, Frey. 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 Like, How to Save a Life. Oh, okay. How to Save a Life. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I prefer concerts where I'm like in the battlefield. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Intimate. I, uh, it's the, the more but intimate I don't know if concerts. I could do it now. <laughs> like, oh, I yeah. So, I well, it was only a couple of years ago we went to that one that was in the smaller theater yeah. in the complex and we, we saw, saw Don Bracco. Don Bracco. I love uh, that little small mm-hmm. one. And that one was great. Yeah. That was, that was excellent. So, there was, uh, in Boise, there was, there was a few um, amphitheater, amphitheater areas and stuff, but one um, venue that was, that got a lot of big bands which is where I saw Les and Jake probably three or four times. Flogging Molly, uh, Mad Caddies was a, a venue called, it was called then the Big Easy, but I don't know what it's called now because um, I haven't lived in Boise for sure. over 12 years. But um, actually longer than that, but whatever. Um, that venue was a little smaller, but because of the smaller venue, I felt like there was a lot more, like, what, what would you call it, intimate? There was a lot yes, more yeah. like intimacy, intimate closeness to the band or whatever. Like, I love it. And, and it just filled the, filled the whole, you know, but I mean, can, I went, you can get crazy and you can get like pushed. Oh yeah. Out of the way. Oh, I, I first time crowd surfing was there. Um, I, um, first time in the mosh pit. Um, I went to there, I went there with, uh, to a mad caddy show, but what was interesting was that mad, mad, mad caddies. I don't know. It must've been like on a weeknight or something. I don't know, but there were only like 20, 25 people showed up. Oh wow. It was tiny. Nobody was there, but they still played their show and they still kicked ass. And it was so, uh, it was so what's it called? Uh, intimate, not like so small that like people just started getting up on stage and dancing with the band. Mm-hmm. It was, huh. it was awesome. Did you? Yeah. Me and Jeff cool. again, uh, my brother, Jeff, me and Jeff got up and we just, we, we locked, I feel like an idiot cause I can't remember the lead singer's name, but we like put our arms around him and we were swaying as he was singing. It was, it was, it was awesome. Dude, um, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, you know, there's other venues. Like, I mean, I saw, um, I saw Neil diamond, um, at a, at a big venue. I mean, like I personally prefer the smaller venues like mm-hmm. big easy, like, well, it, it depends on the genre. Sure. Yeah. It the really genre. Does. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Because, cause like, when you get, like, a punk or an emo band in something like USANA or, like, a stadium or something, it doesn't really work. Like, we saw we saw uh, 30 Seconds to Mars at the um, at the UCCU Center. Mm-hmm. I've seen them there, too. Yeah, I think we all, a lot of... Yeah, we, we, we like, left a BYU it, it, football it, game and went straight mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, I, th- I thought it fit them very well. Um, but Neon kind of Trees opened for them, and Neon Trees concert. was not... Co- I, I thought Neon Trees would have been much better in a smaller venue than yeah. in that big venue. Yeah. yeah. But... 30 seconds to Mars worked really well in that big yeah. venue. Yeah. Well, and, and talking about venue, like again, we, we mentioned stadium of fire. Um, now they didn't sell out the whole stadium cause they had a part of the stadium blocked out for fireworks, but journey journey blew everybody away in, in that venue. Yeah, there, that was, they like, rock, yeah, say. absolutely. Um, so yeah, I guess, I mean, it really let's, depends on the band. Let's do, uh, your bucket 
your uh what's yeah, let's end on this one I like your, bucket list what's yeah what's, what, no, what limit, you limit yourself to two but what's two bands that you haven't seen but want to see you haven't seen because i'll i'll go if were you gonna go Scott? well okay go eventually i'll go <laughs> uh well you started speaking and i i spoke up because i didn't want to forget mine but uh like honestly uh so uh, you actually troy you got tickets to pink this isn't my answer but I gave them to Kylie. Kylie wasn't a big fan of Pink, but she went to uh, what's it called now, Vivint Arena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So Delta, Delta Center. Center. Yeah. But she was like, uh, "That was the best concert I've ever been to." Pink. Really? And I was like, "How come?" And she's like, "She just put on a show." I've heard Pink shows like, are. She really knows good. how to put on a show. I actually wanted to go to that. And to I was show. like, kind of jealous that I didn't get to like. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of hers, but I would like to go to like a big name and yeah. see one like and like and think. Um, so I, before I die, want to see Kanye West <laughs> at one of his like huge shows yeah. where he like has like t- T-Rexes and like Godzilla and like a stage in the sky, uh, at like a sold out arena. Cause Kanye West knows how to put on a show. That's funny. So do you have another one that you wanted to say? Um, I mean, for a while, my answer was Tom Petty, but then the, the guy died. Um, you, you can say, I think. Yeah. Well, whatever. Can I mean, you it's say, bucket list, so can I can't you, yeah, do it now. Yeah. Yeah, but I would have loved to have seen Tom Petty. Uh, but maybe I had to go see Kanye before he dies of something weird. <laughs> so uh, just for the same, for the exact same reason of what you just said, putting on a great show, I want to see Elton John. Yes, that was oh. that was on my list. You know what sucks? I had the chance to when Elton John and uh, Billy Joel were touring together, dueling piano yeah. thing that they were doing like 2008 or whatever, I had a chance to go for free and I couldn't. I was like, oh, I'll just go next year. And they stopped. Yeah. One of my biggest regrets in, so in, in music. So what's funny like is shows um, and concerts and stuff. That'd mom, cool, right? oh, so my mom and my uncle. So, okay. So my dad and my aunt have birthdays that are somewhat close to each other. And so my uncle called my mom and was like, Hey, we have, uh, Elton John is coming and we can go to these, to, to his concert if you want to go. And this was mid to late nineties. Like, Oh yeah. Like, so like was, Lion King yeah. era, like yeah. the height. Yeah. Yeah. He was still, it was, and, uh, they were like, okay, let's go. And then they looked up ticket prices <laughs> and the tickets were like $110 and they're like, no, it's too much. Wow. So oh. they didn't go see Elton John. Elton John tickets. Now the cheapest seats are like $450. Yeah. So, <laughs> so mom and mom and John Midgley like kick themselves every time they hear about geez. it. They're like, we could have seen Elton John for a hundred dollars. I was going to buy my dad tickets to see Steve Martin and Martin Short. Oh. They were touring the Bravanel Hall. I looked it up. Back row, nine hundred dollars. Yeah. No way. Yep, that doesn't surprise me. Nine hundred dollars. So they did that. Oh. They did that. You know that one on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah they did it at Bravanel Hall. Cheapest, nine hundred dollars. My bucket list is a similar, but but you have another so one. Elton John, and then the only the other one that I. <laughs> So Elton Daft John, Punk. because it's, That's another one it's of mine. the show. I want to see Daft Punk. Daft, oh, dude. <laughs> Elton John for the show, but for the music, because, and I've said this a couple times, is Flogging Molly. Yeah. I want to see Flogging Molly so bad. Do it if you get a they're chance. They're like pure they're, energy. They're yeah. great live. Mine, mine is um, Weezer. 
Oh, dude. It's been Weezer for a long time. Yep. Can you I not can say that. that? No. Do they not tour anymore? Or they just make uh, albums. They, they do a lot of touring in like Japan and stuff. They just had an album come out. I, but, and and that's kind of the dude, problem. Is I wanted to see Weezer. So I want to see Weezer in like 2007. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, like before all can the. Play new a new stuff? song for you guys. No. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but um, I love their new music. I know, but, but you don't go to the, the concert to hear it. The yeah, black I album, see, the red if, if they, album. If they just played Blue Album, I'd be like, I just want to like sing along with you guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Weezer and then and then Red Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> at, at their height. Good one at their height. Yeah. So mine, this is going to be an interesting. Um, I uh, before COVID, I was going to go to Post Malone. Ooh, yeah. So that's on my bucket list. I want to go to Post Malone. That'd be interesting. Live, I've heard he's fantastic and some very similar. So we, his cheapest tickets i think in the back were were maybe two to three hundred uh-huh. um but we wanted to go like in the like as close yeah. as we could and we were very 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 highly considering paying 700 a ticket 1400 bucks <laughs> to go see Post Malone. it was it was very close we almost pulled the trigger but i think it was in uh, it was canceled because of covid i remember that because it was the day before my family was supposed to go to a jazz game that was canceled anyway dude so yeah that was dude, that that dropkick murphy's thing scotty that i was talking Mm -hmm. about we were we had a we had a big family vacation planned we were going to disneyland scotty and i were going to see burt kreischer had just released his uh or was just about to release his comedy his latest comedy special yep and so scotty and i had scotty me and scott and my brother-in-law had tickets to go to burt kreischer's all day comedy show in uh, at the comedy and store it was in los angeles all of his friends it was it was gonna be burt kreischer and joe rogan and tom segura and like Ari all Ari Shafir, all those guys were all going to be performing at this show and then that night we were going to go to to dropkick murphy's because mm-hmm. it was saint patrick's day sure and it, like and then seriously, two days before Disney, before we were going to leave for that trip, everything closed down yeah. for COVID. It was the most depressing thing. So my next one, oh, um, I don't even know if he's touring or doing shows anymore, but I would have loved to have. Okay. So the answer is Eminem. I would love, Dude, to, I would love to see him live, dope live, but I, I don't know what he's doing, but the show that I would have really wanted to go to was the up and smoke tour. Cause I think that was Eminem, Dre, Snoop Dogg. That was in, in the early two thousands. Sure. Uh, so it was that, that, uh, again, my brother, my brother, Jeff got to go and I heard it was, it was amazing. But, um, yeah, uh, if I have to choose, I, I wish, I, I wish it was those guys again, but if, if I had to just choose one of them, it would be, it would probably be Eminem for sure. Dude, talk about, uh, regrets for not going to a show. Um, mine was, it was the weekend that Trish and I got married mm-hmm. the weekend after Blink-182 had gotten together, released neighborhoods. And so it was the three back together. Um, and I'd heard all about like how awesome the show was. Travis Barker was like, had his drum set on a platform that like, he, and he was strapped down. Um, and it would like lift him up upside down while he's doing his, uh, his solos. solos. And he was literally yeah. upside. Everything was, his whole set was strapped down to this platform. That's awesome. And, and it would, it would like, Travis Barker's a nut job. Yeah. And it oh, would yeah, just like crazy. lift over the crowd and go upside down. Who's he dating right now? Like one of the Kardashians. Uh, is he? Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, like it was like the weekend after we got married, he's like, we can, I was trying to convince Trish, like we can go to Salt Lake for one night of our anniversary and then go wherever mm-hmm. we're going. And she didn't want to. Dude, I've got, Dang I've got it. a, I know this wasn't one of our topics, but I've got a regret story. 
that, that breaks my heart. Um, I do too. So but I, all right. <laughs> I went and saw, and I was so excited for this, but I saw Coheed and Cambria at, uh, at the time it was energy solutions arena. And at the time they were huge. Coheed was huge. Um, they had like their song welcome home you know mm-hmm. uh the, the double neck guitar the the light show the the big the, fat the, guy the with the high voice but <laughs> they were opening for lincoln park and at the time it was really cool to hate lincoln park like really really cool I remember yeah that so time. i got free tickets i pushed through that time by the way <laughs> I, I got free tickets and i i, I like lincoln park but i was like yeah yeah music you liked when you were a kid huh lol so I saw Coheed and then everyone left oh. and I was like, right, let's get out of here. Stupid Lincoln Park. And I won't have that chance to see him anymore. Dude. Oh, yeah. Like, Ouch. That Dude, sucks. Like, Cause like that band, that band was like gateway to me for a lot of music. Yes. Yeah. You know, like it shut up when I'm talking to you or whatever. It's actually good music. Like I, know, I, I really that first Lincoln album Park. still holds up. So, and they were kind of ahead of their time. Like they had like the rap, the, yeah. the hip hop and the rock, they had a lot of electronic sounds. They remixed their own album, uh, Hybrid Theory, with the remix I Hybrid love Theory. Hybrid Theory. Yeah. So they remixed it. They had like a Dude, I want to DJ to them on the way home tonight. <laughs> but like they're like numb, you know, crawling. It's all so good. And I could have saw it at, at Delta Center do, do not, with want, the whole do not, stage. I, I think and I ruined them. Is there stupid music videos? Because <clears throat> it was in that bad. time frame where it was like really bad computer graphics, and mm-hmm. it was it looked so bad. It was that it was that they had some really bad, yeah, really bad ones. So my biggest regret was in high it, my entire time in high school. I didn't go to a concert. I think I went to one concert. It was Jack Johnson. Oh, and sticks. The like those are the only two concerts I went to when I was in high school, and I had the opportunity to go see Killers on their first tour, their Hot Ooh. Fuss tour. Ooh, and the tickets were free, and I turned them down, and I didn't go. And then same with uh, Weezer Green Album. Ooh, oh and I didn't go see Weezer. So Moral of the story: I, Don't turn down free tickets to I anything. Turn down Weezer. Dude, and, Weezer's literally been on the, the one of my bucket list since high school. It, I had to turn like, down Young Bay concerts tickets for free. Yeah, like my mind that I now. kills yeah. me to this day oh, yeah. that I could have been to Weezer and Killers. You know who else is on my bucket and, list? I want to see Gorillas. Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> I want to see. Gorillas. Are they still? Are yeah. they? And are they're they? good. Like, it's dude, the they're, one guy. They're awesome. I mean. <laughs> Gorillas is just uh, the one so, guy, but they're it's fantastic. I love the gorillas. So I mentioned my biggest regret was uh was the Elton Elton John and Billy Joel um yeah. the only one. But another one was actually the one that you guys went to at Disneyland, the the Lesson Jake and oh. uh Mad Caddies. Because I love those are two of my all time favorite. Well, bands. it sounds like you've seen them like a hundred times. I have. And I regret not going again. <laughs> I don't know if I don't that, like, but well, it's, it was a, that was a f- huge family trip where like all of our aunts was, and uncles got together trip and rented. Did we rent go to the no, show? No, no, no. <laughs> but the whole trip, like our parent, our, our family rented a bus and my cousin drove the bus yeah. from Provo to that's dope. Yeah, it was cool. I and wanted then, to go. I, and so then and me and Scott on. and a bunch of our cousins and everybody got got on a city bus and went up to Disneyland and went and saw that. Con- it was a cool Yeah, I, I wanted to go because, like I said, I've seen Mad Caddies a bunch of times. I've seen Less Than Jake a bunch of times. And so, like, uh, to, like, 
be able to go and see them at that time as well like would have because i don't know if i don't know if i'll ever go see less than jake again i don't know if i'll ever see mad caddies again so and i still love their band those bands i still love their new stuff Dude, that they come out with you always remember like the last you know yeah, yeah. like it's we're getting old yeah it's <laughs> funny it's like you yeah all right well i said that this episode was going to be a little bit shorter and here we are at the exact same length <laughs> as the last episode was <laughs> Uh, Dude, I actually really enjoyed this one. I, we were a lot more into it. I feel like, yeah, yeah, Took down memory lane. Yeah, it was fun, man. And uh, so, yeah, thanks for uh, this was my idea and my last episode live. I, 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 I now. talk like I'm not coming ever coming back. We'll do. I'll be here on Zoom yeah, and stuff. So. Well, when when you I'll do come back to Utah, we'll make sure that we get. We'll, you may, we'll be. We we'll do recordings do and stuff when yeah. I come back. We'll but, make it happen. And like I said, Zoom is a thing, so I can still Mm -hmm. be a part. Uh, Anyway, uh, thank you guys for for uh, humoring me on this episode. I thought it was really good. I I I, I love it. Yeah. Um, And uh, thank you all for listening. And um, yeah, if you liked what you heard, let us know. Send us an email. Give us a shout out on social media go to patreon leave us a little uh something something there leave us some remarks there as well uh we'd love to hear your feedback if it's bad feedback even we want to hear that too um no trash our music taste trash our Mm. music taste all of all of our all of our uh pop punk and emo music hey i mentioned a little uh, bit of rap music taste yeah from Um, the early 2000s rap from the early 2000s (laughs) yep (laughs) Uh, anyway, is there anything else anybody want to say? Um, I'm going to miss you, Jake. I love you very much. I love you very much. <laughs> and on that note, I will see you all Jake's next gonna week. Jake's going to leave, and you, it's like the Kurt Cobain effect. Like You guys won't realize. Like He'll be better while he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get uh, so big once he leaves. Coin phrase. You are, yeah. Hey, we're talking like I'm not even going to be a part of episodes anymore. R.I.P., Jake. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.